Hey friends, welcome back to P for Podcast. I am so happy to have you here at week four. I cannot believe it's already been four weeks of this. I have loved every second of it. And this week we're talking about discipline. And discipline's a hard one because I feel like that could mean all kinds of different things, but we're gonna be talking specifically about self-discipline. And our guest today, Allie Perkins, is the queen of good habits and self-discipline. So you guys are gonna get so much from this conversation with her. I can't wait for you to hear it. So we're gonna go ahead and just dive right in. Here's my conversation with Allie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. It is a beautiful day outside, so got no room to complain about anything right now. Love it. It is nice. I've got my windows open, sunlight pouring through. Still kind of hot, but better than being humid. It's not that humid today. True, and it could be... I mean, I guess it's like in the 90s, but it could be hotter. It could <laughs> so, be, and it will be in probably like yes. two weeks. <laughs> It'll yes. happen. It's not even summer yet. <laughs> Which is nuts. It feels like it's been summer for like three months because we've been stuck at home. Yes, very true. <laughs> okay, let's get to know you a little bit. Tell us your name. Tell us what keeps you sane during quarantine, and then can you share with us something that you collect? So my name is Allie Perkins, and the main thing that's been keeping me sane (laughs) in the house every single day, nonstop, (laughs) honestly has just kind of been working out and trying to stick to some kind of a schedule. Amazing. So disciplined. basically discipline and that's not even doing it on purpose it's just hey you know it is what it is but yeah something I collect um I do have a lot of coffee mugs and they're all super nerdy but I love them all they're all my children (laughs) what is your favorite okay give me your top two favorite mugs because I know you do have a bunch so give me your top two my favorite one is my Shakespeare mug yes. that says <laughs> I put the lit in literature and Shakespeare <laughs> and he's got some sunglasses on. Amazing. And then number two, oh, that's hard. I would either have to say I have a Gandalf mug <laughs> that I love, but I also like my Deathly Hallows mug from okay. Harry Potter. Okay. So while you fandom, you know, fans, Allie's your girl. (laughs) Clearly, she just listed several. (laughs) Yes. And those are just to name a few. (laughs) Yeah, Allie's got some good mugs. You always know at work when it's Allie's mug because it's something nerdy and it's something clever just hanging up in the kitchen. And that is a true (laughs) statement, especially the lit in literature. I knew you were going to say that. It's a great mug. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you even find these mugs? Uh, I found that one like on Amazon just (laughs) randomly and I was like I have to buy that because I one love Shakespeare and two he really did put the lit in literature (laughs) so hey (laughs) shout out to Shakespeare get him on the pod shout out that's actually something else that's been keeping me sane. I started doing a Shakespeare online class through Harvard they have some free programs amazing 
Yeah. So, you know, just like I maybe spend about an hour a day and just do my little lessons and it's free. It's great. So yeah, check it out. If you're looking for something to learn, it's free. (laughs) That's a great idea. I need to do that. I need to see what all is available. Did you, were there any other classes that caught your eye besides the Shakespeare one? Uh, not really, to be honest. It's very random topics and subjects. Got Um, it. Under art, there are other pieces of literature, and then it goes into more of, like, Shakespeare's plays. Like, Hamlet is one course you can take, but that caught my eye, and I didn't really keep looking too much more, so... (laughs) Okay. You never know. You never know. That'll... Add that to the resume. You better. Shakespearean (laughs) expert. It applies to events. Sure. (laughs) It's a different kind of inspiration, right? Yes, exactly. Art comes in many forms. (laughs) Yes, it does. Okay, I feel like we have a lot to cover with this topic because when you think discipline, I feel like a lot of people go, okay, that could be like getting in trouble, maybe at like... Like, you know, when you were a kid, of course, honestly, I never got in trouble in school, so I don't know what this is like, but getting in trouble with the teacher or the principal and things like that. We are not talking about that kind of discipline. This is self-discipline. There's a big difference. Uh, Neither of us have children, so it's not like we're talking about advice for disciplining children. This is truly healthy habits and routines and things of that nature, which is perfect for Allie, because as you can tell, she A, is taking a class to keep a routine, and B, works out like crazy and is amazing. So let's just go ahead and get to it. So the, Let's do it. Let's do it. The Merriam-Webster definition is control gained by enforcing obedience or order, orderly or prescribed conduct or pattern of behavior, self-control which is a lot of words that basically just mean the same thing, a pattern of behavior and self-control within that pattern. So for biblical conversation, this is from crosswalk.com, three ways that self-discipline is the key to unlocking God's will, which sounds intimidating, but we're going to break that down by Courtney Marazzo. She says self-discipline causes us to make right choices in our lives that lead to positive results. And then she says, only the loving and corrective training comes from ourselves and we train our minds and bodies to do what's right. And I love that. Of all the definitions that I found from past words, I think those are my favorite because they're the less, they're less like intimidating to hear. Other times it's like your convictions bring you to blah, blah, blah. And like, no, this is just your self-discipline is going to bring good things into your life. So let's start with that. How do we even begin good disciplined habits, Allie? You know, I think sometimes you kind of, for me at least, um, I think I have to give my parents a lot of props because they were really good at disciplining me as a child. Uh And, you know, I knew right from wrong. And I think that I'm by no means perfect, but I do think I made a lot of good decisions because they did discipline me. And Mm -hmm. the Bible talks so much about discipline, um, and specifically, you know, raising your children and continuing to discipline them. And, uh, there is a verse in the Bible that I absolutely love. It's Proverbs 12, one, and it says, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. 
but whoever hates correction is stupid, (laughs) which I find it very blunt, and it's kind of one of those, I do believe that God has a sense of humor, and, you know, like you said, discipline isn't always about, like, you know, detention or uh, that negative connotation, but it's just, I think, choosing how to become the person you want to become and by instilling or, you know, building healthy habits Mm -hmm. will keep you disciplined and on that path. So that may look different for everyone because everyone is different. But I think if first you want to learn how to make something a habit, you got to kind of know your why, right? So, um, I, I'm not a huge reader, but I am, there's this book that I read that has, it's just like the greatest thing I've ever read. It's called To Hell with the Hustle mm-hmm. by Jefferson Bethke. And I'm a huge fan of him and his wife um, and all their books and everything they write together. But he, at the very beginning of the book, kind of talks about um, the concept of goal versus the concept of a formation. Okay. So kind of, and he kind of goes on to say that, you know, go goals are kind of finite. Like there's always an end goal. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to work out and your goal is like, Oh, I want to go to the gym and lift heavy or get a six pack or something. And if you're not using that goal, like the goal is going to end at some point, you're going to reach it hopefully at some point versus if you instill, instead of a goal, um, focus on the formation, like how is, is my goal just to get a six pack or is my goal to be healthy or my goal to feel good about myself or my Mm -hmm. goal to, you know, I know there is X type of disease in my family and by being healthier and having healthier habits, I can help beat it and maybe not get it one day. So it's focusing on that formation, which is, um, not focusing on an end result. That way it continues. It's a continuous circle of self discipline Mm -hmm. versus it starts from point A and it goes to point B and that's it. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, goals are great, but it's also about the getting there. So Mm -hmm. turning your goal into your habit. I like that. I like that a lot. How do you keep yourself motivated? Um, I, one day, so it, again, I think it looks different for, for everyone, but, Uh and I can't remember who said this, but I was watching, I think a video, I don't know if it was a YouTube video, if I was listening to a podcast, but someone was talking about like, they were being interviewed and asked like, like, man, how do you get up at five o'clock in the morning and work out every day? And they're like, I just wake up and I just do it. And I never thought that it would be so simple. Yeah. It's like, you just have to make that decision for yourself. So for me, I have found that sometimes the process of getting to the gym or getting to starting a workout, I feel sometimes lethargic and I don't want to do it. But every time I start my workout, I feel so great about myself and I'm so thankful I did it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just flipping that switch and just saying like, not to quote Nike, but like, <laughs> just do it, you know, yeah. just get up. So whatever it is, whether it's working out, whether it's, you know, I know a lot of people have either been 
laid off or furloughed. I have been furloughed, so I understand like what it's like to go from having, you know, a nine to five. So I have now that whole time in my day and it's like, well, what can I do? So whatever that is for everyone, like just start doing it. If you want to be a better painter, just dedicate a little bit of time every day. If you want to become a runner, just run a little bit every day and continue to do it. And once you start doing it, like you feel so good about it, that Mm -hmm. that is enough to motivate you to keep going. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's every day. Um, like I know when I was training for my 5k, I would run, but I didn't really know what I was doing. And so I think it's also important to kind of learn about what you're trying to do. So I downloaded an app and I was like, okay, all you got to do is run for a minute, walk for a minute, and you're going to do that for 30 minutes straight. And having some guidance actually helped me keep on track because I could see what I was doing like the next few days. And it wasn't every single day. So it was really easy to keep that habit. I broke that habit, need to get back on that habit. But with quarantine, (laughs) gyms aren't open, at least not our apartment gym. I don't know about your gym. But of course, this also applies to more than working out. But I think that is a really good example because that's obviously something that a lot of people set as a goal or at the beginning of the year, like a resolution to just get out and work out and do X, Y, Z. Yeah. And I think that that also kind of brings up like the difference between a motivation versus discipline. Mm -hmm. I think the two are very similar, but they're not the same. Yeah. Um, I think discipline isn't internal. Like we talked about discipline kind of basically being self-control, right? Yeah. So it's the control of self. So you alone control that discipline, that decision versus motivation that can be like you wanting to run a 5k. That's your motivation to get out and run. But the 5k or nobody in that 5k is going to force you or necessarily hold you accountable. But if you know, you have that, you're signed up for that race and it's coming up, like that's going to motivate you to train. So I think finding it's good to have those motivations and those external things that are telling you, you know, whether it is workout related or not, or if you're trying to learn something or if you're still in school and you're trying to get that degree, the degree might be the motivation, but the discipline is like learning and really dedicating time to not just getting by and getting a grade, but actually learning and seeing how this can be applicable to your life and taking advantage of those opportunities that you have that's going to help you later in life. So discipline can look different in different ways Mm -hmm. for different people. Um, Mm -hmm. just since everyone has, everyone's on their own journey, but discipline comes from within and motivations are the things that are externally out there that are helping motivate, that are helping your discipline, but discipline starts with you. Right. I feel like discipline is like the long term, like even if it's just this is a very small example, but even just like the okay, I'm going to make my bed every single day and I'm just going to do it. So that's the discipline. That's not the motivation, because I feel like the motivation is really hard to lose. And then once you lose it, it's really hard to get back on track. 
Yeah, and it's like any habit. Like, once you start, it is hard. And the whole bed-making thing, like, I don't think I made my bed (laughs) in high school and even in college. And then, honestly, recently in the last, like, maybe since I got married, I was like, man, I need to just start making my bed in the morning. If that is, like, the one thing I complete every day, and if I can train myself to complete that one little task that takes, like, maybe a minute to do how much more like you already start the day feeling so accomplished and for me it's kind of like it's become a self-discipline but it's also a motivation to like what else can I get accomplished today and it helps me to not be lazy about taking care of my home and cleaning and taking care of other things and so it's like something so small can make such a big impact you know and it's just kind of like a domino effect definitely And I think it helps, too, if you've got people that are supporting you and are helping you stay on that discipline. Like, I'm sure having a husband who loves to work out is really helpful for keeping you disciplined enough to do your workouts every day. Yeah, and I honestly have to give him a lot of credit because I have not always been like this. Uh And I really haven't been this disciplined about working out. it wasn't honestly until maybe about a year and a half ago that I really started getting into it. Mm -hmm. And he's the one that's always been pushing me, but I would tell him like, don't keep annoying me about it. (laughs) Like I need to make the decision for myself, you know? Uh So he was always trying to motivate me. But again, at the end of the day, like I had to make that decision for myself. And yeah, once I did, and now that I have, I'm so grateful that this is one like a hobby we share together and yeah. in quarantine it's been great because we've turned our uh little garage into a home gym that's awesome and it kind of just gets us in the schedule of doing something together and yeah I don't know it's just nice that's really nice it's good to share hobbies with your person or to yeah. learn to love those <laughs> hobbies even even if they're not something you're into <laughs> yeah and we do a lot of different you know, different stuff. A lot of times, um, I like more of like the hit classes and he does Uh more of the CrossFit Uh stuff, but I've learned to like a lot of the CrossFit stuff because of him. So it's kind of good to have that balance, but he's definitely been a big help in this positive attitude towards working out. Love it. Okay. Well, then let's go into our next point here since we're on a roll with just self-discipline and doing things um, daily and what those habits might look like. So when we are self-disciplined and we've got those good habits, how does that affect our everyday life in other ways? Yeah, so kind of like I talked about, even just like making your bed in the morning or, you know, whatever it may be, the more... Once you see how kind of, I'm not going to say it's easy because I do know that it takes a lot of self, like mental, just training and continuous, you know, Mm -hmm. being disciplined is a continuous like training, whether it's mental, physical, like you're continuously training yourself to do that said habit or said thing. Yeah. And, um, there is a, another verse in the Bible that, uh, I think does a really good job about talking about this. It's Hebrews 12 verse 11. It says no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. 
Okay. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Wow. So the, the phrase that I think so many of us know, like you reap what you sow, uh-huh. I think that is such a good visual of discipline. Like once you start going and you are disciplining and a lot of it, like a good habit that I'm trying to also get into the habit of doing during this COVID is just spending more time with the Lord and in his word. And like, there's truly no better discipline than just to open up your Bible and spend a few minutes reading it. Um, or just a few minutes in prayer. And if you just continue to do that, like how beautiful is that? Like you can Mm -hmm. produce a harvest of righteousness and peace and who doesn't want righteousness and peace and peace, especially in times like this, where so many things are uncertain and you see so many sad things going on, you know, something I've been praying for myself and, um, just, where I am in life has been peace. Like God, just Mm -hmm. give me the peace to know that like your will be done. And by myself keeping, you know, busy with what I can and what I've been given, that has just been such a good like tool for all of this. Definitely. And it, it, it's hard and it shouldn't be hard to just spend time every day in your Bible and your devotional, but it really is difficult some days. And if your head's not in it, trying to focus on it and actually get something from it is genuinely hard. So a self-discipline that's so important is just biblical self-discipline, not not necessarily other things like not to go against, you know, obviously the disciplines of the gym and making your bed and um, right. just conversations with friends. But Spending time in your Bible is your direct outlet to God. So taking those words and really listening to them. I mean, those verses are incredible. That is the most easy to understand Bible verse, I feel like, in the Bible. It it tells you exactly how it is. No, like, I don't even know what word I'm trying to say, but it's just so clear. And so to develop those disciplines is awesome. So if that's you and that's really what you focus on, if you're in the situation that Allie and I are in with furlough, good for you because I know it was kind of hard to start, but it's been really nice to keep it going. And once you start and you see how, you know, like healthy habits, right? Something like spending time with God, like once you spend a little bit today and then tomorrow and then the next day, it becomes so much easier to get up that next day, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and just continue to repeat the same thing. And then you don't even have to really think twice about it. You just, whenever that time is, whether you start it off in the morning or do it at lunch or before bed, whatever it is, it's, you're not having to think twice. And that's when you know that you've really, um, grown into this habit because Mm -hmm. you just kind of do it. So just kind of like you wash your hands or like you shower every day, you just start reading the Bible and you just continue to do it because it just becomes so much easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that is one of the great things about a devotional. Like if, if, if you're trying to find a way to develop that habit, but maybe the Bible is a little intimidating for you, or maybe you're still kind of trying to figure out this whole relationship with God thing. Totally understand. We've all been there. Start with a devotional, do something that's just like a, a verse 
and maybe an excerpt and then a little journaling. And that's all you have to do. It doesn't take longer than 15 minutes. And to do that every single day and you start to see the good things that come from it or maybe the positive like thinking that comes from it, that is going to yep. motivate you to get into the longer Bible studies. And then you really start to see the fruit that grows just from spending time with the Lord. And it is the coolest thing to see. Yeah. And it's also just amazing how sometimes you can read a verse in one season of your life. And then if you read it again later in your life, like that verse has a completely different meaning yeah. or you're kind of just taken aback by like how you never saw the message and something that you've read before. Like, it's just crazy mm-hmm. how sometimes that works too. Yep. 100%. 100%. Okay. So now let's kind of get to the opposite side of discipline, self-discipline, all of the things. Why is it so hard to stick with our self-discipline, to keep with these habits? Because I feel like that is the issue with resolutions is you break them within like a week. So what do you suggest, Allie? Because I know you're good at this. (laughs) Again, I think it's deciding like... why like why are you wanting to do what you're doing so Mm -hmm. you know for a lot of people at the beginning of the year it is oh I want to go to the gym again yet by February most people kind of stop whatever their resolution is because either their goal seems so unattainable that they just kind of give up because it just seems so hard to Again, I feel like we keep going back to the gym. Um, it's the easiest example, concept, but let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I do think it's the easiest one when talking about resolutions, especially, or just eating healthier, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah. so easy to just go pick up fast food or just so easy to just make, like, mac and cheese or whatever it is. And, you know, that's all fine and all. It's just keeping that discipline. So I think you first have to figure out why are you doing, like, why is it that you want to go to the gym you know, is it just, if you're really focusing on just having like bigger muscles or something, I I feel like it's not that it's shallow. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's why I do agree with Jefferson Bethke when he talks about not setting goals, Mm -hmm. but rather setting formations, because when you're focusing on that deeper meaning, it becomes like, we start to desire that. So by forming ourselves, Hey, I want to be someone that just, you know, takes, spends 30 minutes just taking care of my body, whether it's running, whether it's doing a little bit of abs and stuff, then you're not setting yourself to a limit and give putting yourself in a small box, but rather you're learning to focus on what else can I do to be healthier and, you know, diet and exercise you have to kind of have a little bit of both. Like you can go to the gym every single day, but if you're eating burgers and French fries also every single day, then you're not also giving your body what it needs to continue to fuel Mm -hmm. um, the energy to continue to do what you're doing in a gym and vice versa. If you are on a diet, but you're also not taking the time to do a little bit of cardio, get your heart rate up and taking care of yourself that way, then you're also not going to see the kind of results that you're probably wanting to see. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. I, he completely like changed my Jefferson Bethke changed my perspective on the whole, what I think of as goals versus 
how to really focus on them in my life. And I think that's why people have such hard times with, you know, their new year's resolution. They Mm -hmm. just get kind of stuck and they feel like they didn't achieve that goal yeah. because it's just not changing their personality or they're not changing their will to whatever. I don't know. I think they're just limiting themselves to that goal. Definitely. And FYI guys, we will put the link of the book Allie's talking about in the show notes just because I want to read it now. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. But that's a side. And bar. there's a lot more to this book. I mean, it's talking <laughs> it, the book is really like talking about how like our culture has become a culture of hustle. And I think it's so relevant to read it now where we've become a culture that we've kind of had to take a stop yeah. and a break. And we see the the good that has come from this moment of having to stay put and be still be at home, spend time with, you know, who you live with more than anything and not being on that constant grind so much. So it's really interesting. Um, I think to read this book today too, because I think if you had read it before all of this started, you may see a different perspective, but yeah, go definitely read this book. It's great. Yeah. It sounds fantastic. And make sure, y'all, that you're not trying to find every shortcut that you can to reach the goals because the work is really important. That's the self-discipline part of it is making yourself do the work. Not that there's anything wrong with like motivation. It's good to be motivated, but make sure you're doing the work to get there. Yeah, and I'll just read you a quick little, it's like three sentences from this book. And yeah. it's like literally page three, and it's talking about formations versus... Um, goals, right? Uh So he kind of defines formation as the process of forming versus the definition of a goal is the object of a person's ambition or effort an aim or desired result. So you can kind of already see the difference in those definitions. And then Mm -hmm. he goes on to say, one is about the end. The other is about the present. One is about doing. The other is about being. While one is about results, the other is about process. So I think just like learning that really kind of helps you to understand why so many people, I don't even know the statistics, but I feel like it's at least 70% of people that start their New Year's resolution, if Mm -hmm. not more, don't continue to do it because they're just kind of doing something and they're not really instilling that discipline. They're Mm -hmm. just trying to reach a goal without self-discipline and it becomes so much harder if you're not focusing on training yourself and maintaining and obeying that schedule or that, um, that will that you have to continue to do what it is you want to be doing. Yep. And self-discipline, I mean, it literally applies to so many aspects of life. Like maybe for you, it's like saving money and you just need to stop spending all that money on those amazing online boutiques that are everywhere. Is that a dig at myself? It absolutely is. But it could be the gym. It could be, um, maybe you need to be more disciplined in your friendships. Maybe it's drinking. I mean, it, there's so many things and that's why this is such a great resource, this book. And then just having friends like Allie that can give you these tips because this is what you need to hear. You got to put in the work. I'm sorry. I know we like instant gratification in this country, but you have to put in the work to keep these long-term habits. 
Yeah, and saving is honestly another huge thing because it's one, it's not easy. It's so hard. But <laughs> yeah, that's a great example of self discipline, too. And, you know, like, what is it that you're, tra- is, are you trying to buy a house? Do you need a new car? At some point, most of us will have to make those purchases. If not, yeah. almost all of us will come to those crossroads. Uh-huh. Are you wanting to get pregnant and have kids? You're going to need money for that too. Yep. So I definitely agree. Uh, self-discipline definitely goes deeper than you think. And mm-hmm. you know, whether that is applying to where, if you're in school right now, if you're in a working life, maybe the discipline is to making time to spend time with your family a little bit more. Yeah. I know we do live in a culture that is all the hustle and bustle when we are, you know, pre coronavirus and everything. Yep. Like it's just so easy to be on the go, go, go that sometimes, you know, the discipline of still seeing the people you care about and spending intentional time. And mm-hmm. it also to me means sometimes saying no to things. Yes. I know that it's so hard to say no and so many times we want to just say yes to everything that is presented at us, but you know, sometimes me time or just taking the time for yourself is so important too, that I, I don't know. I know that sometimes by saying no, you're also saying yes Mm -hmm. to something else. So Mm -hmm. I feel like you also got to think about it that way too. Definitely. Oof, too good. Allie, do you have any lasting tips that you want to share with everybody? Just figure out why you're doing whatever it is you want to be doing and Mm -hmm. see how, you know, is this something that's going to be a positive in my life? Is this something that's healthy for me? And is this, am I trying to start like a healthy habit or is it something that's going to take you down a winding path that's just going to create more problems and anxiety and if it is then maybe focus on something else but there are so many great um things that you can do and I think that spending a little bit of time on yourself especially yes can help so much of this anxiety and stress just kind of go away so whether that's painting going to the gym reading a book, like there's so much good out there and, mm-hmm. um, just keep going at it. Cause once you start doing it, you'll, it's, it becomes really easy. Love it. And then you, speaking of loving it, I feel like once you've got those self disciplines, it really is just like a fun hobby at that point. You're like, okay, look what this has done in my life positively. I got to keep doing this. I love what I'm seeing. So just get to that yeah. point, everybody. Once you get there, I feel like that is the biggest turning <laughs> point. All right, Allie. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We've loved this. Yeah. Thanks for having me. But where can we, where can we find you after the fact? Because you do post a lot of workouts on your Instagram stories. So where can we find you on social media? Yeah, I'm basically just on Instagram. I'm not that cool and (laughs) (laughs) on Twitter and TikTok and any of that, but I am on Instagram. I do have a private account, but that's okay. I just like to keep it private, I guess. Yeah, sure. Um, it's just my name, Allie Ann Bank and fun fact that's my middle name a lot of people think Ann Bank just sounds really weird or something (laughs) but that's actually my middle name (laughs) I think I literally learned that about you like three months ago I had no idea yeah Yeah. it's like a family name and then all the men I guess 
there were no men or boys being born anymore. So everyone started putting Ann Bank in their daughter's middle name. So it would keep the family name going. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Fun fact. Yeah, that is a fun fact. That's a good way to end this. A fun fact. <laughs> All right, Allie. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I can't wait to see you in person. <laughs> it's been too long. Uh, me too, girl. I'm going to give you the biggest hug. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> crazy good advice. I mean, Allie brought so much knowledge and really truly lives out self-discipline. It's not just empty talk with her. She truly does have discipline in so many different aspects of her life and it shows just by how she talks about it. So this week, let's take a page from Allie's book. Let's actually figure out what it is that we're working on in our own lives. Maybe it's not laying in bed for an hour just on your phone or not even being on your phone before you go to sleep. Or maybe it is making your bed. Maybe it's going to the gym. Maybe it's saving money. I know for me, having to pay for a wedding, definitely need to work harder on saving money, but have gotten better. So claps to myself on that. I am proud of that. Hopefully my fiance is listening to this because I've been saving money. But anyways, y'all, next week is going to be really, really fun because we have not one guest, but we have three guests that are all going to be with me. And we're going to talk about something really fun. We're going to talk about engagement. And I'm not talking about like being engaged in like your activities. I'm talking about being engaged to the person that you love. And this is going to be a super fun topic, not just for people that are you know, engaged or trying to get engaged, but for anybody, because it's good advice all across the board. So make sure to come back. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at P for podcast. We're available on all streaming platforms. And if you need to find a specific one, just click on the anchor link in the bio on Instagram, and it's going to take you to any of the platforms that you need. But that's all we have for you this week, y'all. Have a great rest of your week. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy some of this good weather and go ahead and start practicing that self-discipline. Oh,